This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. So here we are back again on the Humerian Health Podcast. I'm very thankful. <laughs> and very thankful. Yes. And we are going to talk about something called leaky gut. I've never heard of it. It doesn't exist. <laughs> Why do you say that? Well, isn't that what a lot of docs say? It is actually what a lot of docs say, which is mm-hmm. why we're talking about it, because we've had several uh, several of the people who follow us start asking questions like, mm-hmm. what is leaky gut? Is it really a thing? I've been diagnosed with Crohn's disease. What does that mean? Is that the same thing as leaky gut? Mm-hmm. Right? Lots of questions. Yeah, and I think there's more questions than not. But I think leaky gut, to understand it a little bit more, is a little bit, it's kind of like everybody's got a leaky gut right now. Because mm-hmm. if you if you remember, about 15, 20 years, they started talking about gluten sensitivity. Yes. Okay? Well, Very familiar with every that. Every doctor said, that's just ridiculous. This doesn't have anything to do with it. And guess what? It's like everybody and their mother has gluten sensitivity now. You have to realize in healthcare, it's usually 20 to 30 years behind the real evidence. 20 really? to 30 years later, they usually get it. Remember, I did radio for a long time. Bipolar disease. Most people know what bipolar disease is now, but I remember interviewing the first person that was out of USC that was a PhD that put out bipolar disease, it's real. And she said, I'm going to get a lot of stuff, and they're going to write a lot of stuff against me, but she says, it's real. Guess what? Four years later, adult bipolar existed, right? Okay, this is no different. Leaky gut makes sense. It is diagnosable based upon symptoms. And a lot of people have it. And it answers a lot of questions that medically are not being answered by the common diagnoses mm-hmm. they use. So let's keep in mind, I'm telling you today, mark my words, within the next 10 years, leaky gut, a real diagnosis. Why? Because they'll have a drug to treat it. So let's take today as a starting point, though. Okay. So there's not a drug to treat it, mm-hmm. quote unquote. So what is it exactly? What is leaky gut? Mm-hmm. You know, the best thing I think that you can look at is if anyone's ever sifted flour, okay? Mm -hmm. And it goes through this little um, metal screen that has very specific size so you can actually get your flour to a specific size. That's permeability. Mm -hmm. Your intestinal tract has a permeability that allows certain size molecules to get through. Mm -hmm. And that's proteins and vitamins and all kinds of things. When one of those screens something falls in it and bends it open more, gets it wider, or even restricts it by inflammation or something, you get a permeability change, and now you got a leaky gut syndrome, meaning it's wider, it's bigger, and molecules that used to not get through now get through, and the bloodstream's right behind you. So guess what? You get allergies to things that aren't supposed to get through because the permeability has changed. That's leaky gut syndrome. Leaky, it's larger, and you get larger molecules through that aren't supposed to get through that your body identify as allergies. That's why some people will say, never had allergies to such and such, but all of a sudden I got sick, I was on a bunch of antibiotics, my GI tract got all messed up, and all of a sudden I'm like allergic. Every time I touch cheese, I got this, and every time I do this, I got this. Well, guess what? Leaky gut. Common. So people who go in to see their doctor, you said it has identifiable symptoms or things Absolutely. like that. I think of identifiable symptoms as things like like stomach ache or bloating or 
Absolutely, like, could be the I mean, beginning all, of it. Any of those things: diarrhea, constipation, loose stools, pain. You know, I eat and literally you can watch my stomach and it swells up around I, my belly button. I have friends that have that. Okay, yeah. now that can be something else, but it probably has some leaky gut associated with it. Because remember, you got twenty-one feet of small intestine, and if you just take <clears throat> an anti-inflammatory. An anti-inflammatory can start causing leaky gut in specific areas just by irritation. So does antibiotics. Consistently causes those things. Lots of medications cause those things. Frankenfoods cause those things, okay, which are all the junk foods that are out there can cause that irritability. So there are many things that cause leaky gut, whether it be a small amount or an entire amount of your GI tract, but it causes problems. So I have to take a nerd term timeout because it's, <clears throat> it's not really a nerd term. But we at Humarian throw this word around a lot. What? Gut. Oh. I know. It sounds silly, right? Gut. Gut is your stomach. It's your small intestine, your large intestine, oh. your, like all of those things. Is Pretty it much. Like, Pretty so much. So all of those things. So yeah, say, that's kind like, of the I general have, reference. So if you say like I have. Like, My gut hurts. It's any, it could be any of those things. But so you know leaky what? Gut it's is, regional. Leaky gut is leaky stomach. Leaky gut is leaky small intestine. I'm just leaky, trying to like. I know uh, that's very good. That's 100 right. It's small intestine. Okay. Leaky guts, small intestine. Usually, don't reference it to a large intestine, and it's not related to the stomach. Okay. Stomach has more to do with GERD, acid reflux, uh, ulcers, things like that. Gotcha. But yeah, small intestine. That's okay. actually absolutely Perfect. right. So Franken foods. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, what so, are they? So tell me about what these Franken foods are. I don't are. want to mention names. <laughs> okay. Let's I go mean, have I a mean, Coke I, and a hamburger oh, with some French fries and Coke. see what happens. You said Coke. Well, no, you can have Coke. It's a not cola? Coca-Cola. <laughs> a cola, yeah, maybe a it is a cola. Uh, well, it could be Big K, couldn't so it? So something that's manufactured and made out of chemicals. <clears throat> Junk. Basically. Toxins. Remember, toxins were part of it, right? Mm -hmm. So toxins can be just what's put into it. How about the amount of MSG that's put in food when you leave your house and you go to one of these other places? You don't know how much is put into it. But we know an immense amount of it, mm -hmm. and it's highly sensitizing, and it causes inflammation in the small intestine. Guess what inflammation many times causes? Leaky gut irritation. Okay. I need, okay. A, ju I need a judge's ruling on this, too. I'm going to, like, gut. drill you with trying gut. to get specific. Small gut, small intestine. Yep. No, but you said... I love the analogy you had about like the flour sifter yeah. or the like. It's really grape, it. You're right? trying to get that screen back in order. Right, but so I think of then leaky gut as being like it's the holes are bigger. Yep. But you said also inflammation. That makes me think the holes get smaller. Could get smaller. Could be so. It could be either. You could get <clears throat> symptoms that could be not. You don't absorb. You don't absorb food then. Mm -hmm. Okay, so if you're eating constantly eating foods that cause inflammation for a period of time, you will get actually constriction of that screen, mm -hmm. and you actually don't digest food very well, then you get bloating. It doesn't go into your system. You get fatigued, tired, run down. People have recurred that constipation, diarrhea. Me, no. <laughs> That's good. I'm glad you don't have the it problem, does, but I'm not talking about Frequently me right now. tired, run down. But inflammation over a long period of time eventually breaks down that area and then causes a widening of that screen, thus causing leaky gut. So a lot of things cause it. A lot of things cause it. But frankenfoods? Any kind of food that has the tendency to have synthetic chemicals, dyes, those types of things that your body literally doesn't know what to do with, mm -hmm. but they are irritants. Okay? So take take cola. <laughs> okay? Yeah. Acid level, we know that um, cola, you can put a penny in a cola over three or four days and it disappears. Where does it go? Well, you're drinking it. Well, you put it in your small intestine. I mean, your, your stomach goes in the small intestine. It's still highly acidic. 
how much burning away of the lining of your intestinal tracts going through. We got people drinking five, six of them a day and they wonder why they're having problems. Okay, so yeah. it can be any of those things. But what we know is plenty of opportunities mm -hmm. in this society. Excellent. So it really, shift. I have gears. never gotten an excellent from you no, ever in my life. That was excellent. I am, actually, make a note of that. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. Hey, uh, yeah, fact checker, can you make give him a gold star for Yay. that? First time gold ever. Gold star on the gold my star chart. My mother never used to give me gold stars, and you're giving me. <laughs> well, there's probably, I love this there's probably a reason. For that. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we talked at the outset of the program about this idea of it's leaky gut is maybe not a thing it's because not. you might go into your physician's office with <clears throat> a symptom or a bunch of symptoms. So one of the things that we've learned on previous, well, not sure that it's been on previous podcasts, but previous discussions with the infamous. Dr. Ryan Bentley, um, is that there can be so, one thing that causes multiple symptoms. You can have multiple symptoms that are caused by one thing, 100%. like the body's complex, right? And right. so leaky gut feels like the same kind of thing. Absolutely. I could show up and say, like, I don't know, I get bloated and gassy and mm -hmm. I'm, you know, don't have a lot of energy. And so the physician's going to pick those thing, things apart, yep. maybe try to treat them independently or together and mm -hmm. diagnose them, whatever. But we said at the beginning of the show, sort of leaky gut is maybe not recognized as a as a thing right so if i'm a patient and i just go into my doctor and i present with these symptoms i mean what's going to typically happen to me i'm going to get uh, a prescription i'm they're going to say try to change what you eat i mean well, is there like fiber, a standard which is of brilliant like, when you have an irritated small intestine to give you fiber doesn't make any sense at all or they'll say hey you might have some acid reflux with it why if you have a swollen, irritated, or or bugs, small intestine, guess what? It doesn't move very fast, or it moves too fast. And sometimes the stomach will just hold on mm -hmm. to food, and you'll get acid reflux. So guess what they treat you for? The thing they can identify, mm -hmm. and the thing that fits a CPT code and has a drug associated with it. You have to realize our healthcare system is in dire straits of ridiculousness, meaning Doctors' hands are tied behind their back because they have to fit within a box, and you, the patient, must fit within the box. I'm sure a lot of listeners are going, "Oh yeah, that's a, yeah, that's." I go in and I, uh, you know, I tell them that, and they say, "Well, you know, hey, you're a little constipated, to see whatever," and you feel awful, and you go home, and you go to the next doc, next doc, and you don't get anywhere. Why? Because you're just not sick enough. Mm -hmm. I don't know what to do with you. So now, what do we do? They look for a symptom that they can treat you for. Mm -hmm. Here's what's odd, and this happens all the time. You're having problems with your GI tract, okay, or your gut, or, or your small <laughs> intestine. But you have a tendency to have arthritic symptoms. Well, guess what happens? Oddly enough, every time you have a cheese sandwich, your hands swell. Who knows why? Why? 70% of your immune system is related to the small intestine. Guess what's happening? You're eating foods because of the leaky gut that get through in large molecules they have allergic reaction to, and your body swells. That's where the bloating and all that other stuff comes. So, yeah, you got bloating, but guess what also happens? I get a headache. My hands hurt. My low back's sore. My neck's tight as heck because inflammation goes general. The last time my back was really sore like that, I ate half a German chocolate cake. Maybe that's why. Actually, that is why. You told me that was why. It's I, a true I, story. Didn't we poke on your tummy and go, oh, my gosh, that's killing me. <laughs> And I said, it hurts in my back. I said, well, okay. Well, you the know, half that a half German, a, yeah, half, half a, a gallon German, of chocolate. chocolate. Half a German chocolate cake is yeah. not a good diet <clears throat> yeah. choice. But look at the sugar. It's right. Spike your inflammation, right. et cetera. So, oh, yeah. But you remember, there's a lot I of things going on I only eat a quarter of a cake now at a time, so I'm good. <laughs> it's true. true. Can't wait till the next visit. Ask my mother. <laughs> <laughs> For real. Okay, so 
<clears throat> it sounds a little like dire straits. I mean, right, if you kind of take a step back and listen to some of the things we've been talking about, leaky mm-hmm. gut, maybe not really a thing if you go in to try to get diagnosed for right. it. Might get, get sick Might get treated for certain symptoms. Yeah. Diverticulosis, diverticulitis, Crohn's disease. Guess what? Those are progressive diseases of? Leaky gut. Right. But so, is that really true? Is it I mean, really true? Does re- it really no, exist? No, I, I believe it exists. You but better I, believe it. I believe I, it, lady. <laughs> but I fall on the side of believing those sorts of things. No, is it true that it's not fixable? I mean, oh, what are the what are the very manageable? Here, yeah. Here's called the well, miracle cure. Manageable. Let's talk miracle. I like miracles. Okay. All right, okay. let's do a miracle. Here's what's funny about it: <clears throat> we will see these types of cases come in, and they have been everywhere. And they, they have sincere doctors who are trying to do a good job. They're in the box, and you don't fit in the box. They don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So they make whatever recommendations. They can't think out of the box. They're concerned about that. And they come in and we check a few things, find out more than likely these foods and this stuff and the lack of these things might create a problem. So guess what? We make mark out, take you know, gluten. We get rid of those sensitivities. <clears throat> Just take it out of your diet. Guess what happens? All of a sudden, leaky gut goes down. Inflammation goes down. Man, I feel better. I got more energy. I, I'm not losing my hair. My thyroid's not affected. Weird. I feel great. Miracle cure. Is there a miracle cure? No. It's common sense. It's common sense. And that's what we're losing. And that's what is a problem for all docs. You have to realize leaky gut, if you ask any alternative guy, they're looking at it. The reason why they're looking at it is because it explains a lot of symptoms that just don't align with other things. Yeah. So we're here with Dr. Leaky Bentley. Gut. Again? To, to talk about what leaky gut is. Oh, I thought we were talking about smoking. Or, yeah, or leaky is gut. not. Is it real? Is it real? I wish everyone on the podcast could see us leaning in to Dr. Bentley, like accusatorily. Real? Anyway, yes, no, but really, I mean. It was going to be a short interview. He says it doesn't exist. doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not a thing. This it is not the droid. It does not, it does not exist. Mic drop. I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> Bentley out. Bentley out. Bentley out. <laughs> Bentley out. Okay. Um, actually, so starting back in my early, early studies, it was one of the things that fascinated me the most was the understanding back, and I'm talking uh, late 1990s, early 2000, uh, when I was first exposed to uh, the leaning the, the leaning towards the term of mm-hmm. leaky gut syndrome, mm-hmm. increased intestinal permeability, and the systemic effects that it had. And I remember sitting there in class going, wow, it just really blew my mind. And I was like, oh my gosh, it can connect to so many different things Mm -hmm. and so many different uh, maladies that affect the human race right now. Mm -hmm. And I remember walking up to my professor afterwards and talking to him about that. He goes, isn't it exciting? And I was like, absolutely. So with that said, because again, it can be related to so many different maladies um, and and health issues, some doctors don't believe it exists. but like we've mentioned, people that have celiac disease, it's related to over 300 different disease processes. Well, and celiacs wasn't a real disease either 35 years ago, according yeah. to the medical profession. Yes. So, you know, and again, celiacs is an autoimmune reaction to gluten, and then your body attacks your intestinal lining, and that can lead to multiple other systemic issues. And that can actually lead to leaky gut. Uh, yeah. And actually, okay. that's, that's an interesting point that you bring up. Um, because gluten has been shown, there's been a recent study, um, I believe it was 2016, that it increased intestinal permeability 
in 100% of the participants. Wow. Gluten itself. So you almost guarantee. Or, or actually the wheat protein itself, I mm-hmm. guess, not gluten specifically. However, you have to account for other things because <clears throat> I don't know necessarily that it was just a gluten itself or is it the glyphosate that's in there, right. uh, which comes which from is the... Which con- what? It's Roundup, basically. Right, right, right. It's Roundup. Wait, what? Glyphosate is the chemical in Roundup. Okay. It is what because we it's it's in your wheat. And so there's also studies showing that that causes leaky gut. So if you look at it, in essence, anything that can create an irritation or inflammation to the gut lining um, can create a disjunction, if you will, between the cells of your gut lining. So your 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 cells want to be lined up. They want to be nice and tight next to each other. Like a brick wall. Yeah, exactly. exactly. You want that mortar in between. A vitamin D deficiency can cause a leaking, if you will, um, because it doesn't allow for those tight junctions to stay tight. However, you can get things, again, inflammation is going to create that. So if you eat, let's say you have a dairy issue or you eat a bunch of fried foods one night and that can create inflammation, create leaky gut, but a transit because the intestinal cells repair very quickly. Mm-hmm. Um, if, but how do they repair? Well, it depends on the raw material. Mm-hmm. You know, if your house gets blown over by a tornado, do you use that same material to rebuild your home? No, you bulldoze it, you clear it out and you come back in with new material. Mm-hmm. So if people are going in there and eating a bunch of junk food, and they're not getting the healthy nutrients, right. and then the cells try to repair, but they don't have the nutrients they need. They're just using and rebuilding off of the trash that's in the gut, and so you're still going to have a trashy, unhealthy gut. Mm-hmm. you got to rebuild it with the raw materials, and how do you do that? By the food that you put into your mouth. Mm-hmm. So in essence, to give our listeners a visualization is I want you to think about the screen in your window in your home. The screen has very small slits that allow air particles, very small particles to come in and out of your house, correct? Mm -hmm. Don't even let flies come into your house because they're so small. However, if your window is a chain link fence, can a bird come in your house? Can a snake come in your house? A rabbit? Absolutely. Squirrels, they come into your house. And what are you going to do? It's a foreign invader into your home, so you're going to chase it out. And that's what our immune cells try to do. So when your gut becomes leaky, it's no longer like the fine screen allowing small particles that are fully digested. Right. You know, the, the micronutrients, the vitamins, the minerals, water, um, that's going to absorb leaky gut, non-leaky gut. Um, the macronutrients such as the carbohydrates, the proteins, and breaking down proteins into amino acids mm-hmm. so they could be the building blocks of our cells. So now we have this window that went from a fine screen into a chain link fence, and now we allow these big things to come in, and so we want to kick them out of our house, and that's what our immune system does. So again, as I've mentioned in the past, 70% of the immune system is around where? The gut. Because things are, our gut is getting damaged and trashed and becoming more and more permeable or leaky, if you will, Mm -hmm. allowing these big undigested proteins to enter into our bloodstream. When they enter our bloodstream, our immune cells want to attack it. And so they want to make America's Most Wanted posters. So they, <laughs> they go, they scan it and said, boop, kill anything that looks like this. So just like the barcode on a product at a grocery store, <laughs> you scan that barcode and it identifies it. So each of these, they have a protein sequence that gives it its signature. So our body makes antibodies to that. Mm-hmm. And these antibodies... They're the America's most wanted posters, if you will. Mm -hmm. So, however, if there happens to be the evil villain twin of – or or there's a twin, uh, a good twin Mm -hmm. of the evil villain twin, um, it's going to get attacked too because it looks very similar. So even if it's healthy for your body and your body actually needs it because it looks so much like it, it's being attacked 
Oh, Correct. That's what we're really saying. Correct. So there's been case studies talking about, and these are like 2008, 2009, so almost 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. So again, it's going to be 20 years before this stuff becomes routinely talked about, right. but it's the truth of the matter. <clears throat> so all the way back when, Hippocrates actually said that all disease begins in the gut. Mm. And so here we are, our science is starting to show that, before, yep, really. but before it becomes clinical practice to address that, mm-hmm. it's going to be... Oh, quite some time. You know, it takes 20 years before something starts to become routine on average, even 15, some things earlier than others. But this is a cultural concept because, again, it's a lot in lifestyle induced Mm -hmm. about what we're putting in, what we're ingesting. Alcohol will create leaky gut immediately. Medications, anti-inflammatories, it just goes on and on. Yes, disrupting your microflora. You can have small amounts of it. You can have a a large group of it. You can have ongoing chronic conditions. You can have acute conditions, right? Mm -hmm. I mean, it just goes on and on and on. And then you got a systemic effect. So leaky gut can literally affect, if not infect, everything. So I was going to say, yeah, which comes first? It's like the chicken or the egg, which comes first? So Mm -hmm. does leaky gut come first and then it gets so bad that you then get IBS or Mm -hmm. something like that? Or is it you have some other disease state and then leaky gut is the result of having that disease state? Like, how are those related? Uh, That's a great question. Thank you. I think we should ask Dr. Bentley that question. I think I really just like putting Dr. Bentley on the spot. Yeah, that's a tough one though. (laughs) Well, I can always tell because he smiles at me like, oh, boy, you're asking me a hard question that I'm going to have to think about. See, we're killing time here. Uh, I like that. No, No, actually, so going back to the idea that I've mentioned in previous podcasts that one thing can cause many diseases and many diseases Mm -hmm. can be caused by one thing. Right. So it's that type of scenario and also the chicken or the egg. Mm -hmm. So if we think about it, if we have a healthy gut – Nothing is permeable. Nothing is getting in besides foods that are properly digested, the foods that we're supposed to eat. Mm-hmm. We got a perfect microbiome. We live in utopia. Our body <laughs> is utopia. Okay. Are you going to get those systemic effects downstream from leaky gut? No, because you don't have leaky gut. Mm-hmm. However, we start to add in. This concludes part one of our discussion on leaky gut syndrome. To hear part two, please join us next time on the Humarian Health Podcast. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 